Hey there, mama friend. Welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of the Mama Mindset. I'm your host, Amy Cothran. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for joining me. If this is um, not your first time, welcome back. I really appreciate you listening and taking time out of your day to join me and to join this tribe that we're creating in this community. If you have found value in this podcast, I really encourage you to share it with another mama friend. It's fun to grow this tribe together, and that takes a little bit of effort on your end, and um, I really appreciate those of you that have already done so. So what I want to do is just get started today with an idea that I've been processing and working through on my own independently And this idea came to me, actually it came to me a couple of weeks ago because I found myself at the end of the day just feeling really unfulfilled, just really struggling to feel joyful and happy. And I know that we can't be happy all the time. I completely have zero expectations to be happy all the time. But I was just telling Brad, I just felt like I had multiple, multiple days of just not finding the joy. And so what I started to do was I started to think about, well, what am I doing in my day that makes me feel joyful and and makes me happy? And you guys, I had a hard time coming up with anything. I had a hard time coming up with anything at all that I did, that I chose to do, actively chose to do, that made me feel good, that brought me joy for myself. So from there, I decided to write down what does bring me joy? What do I enjoy doing in the day just for myself that makes me happy? And I came up with a list, but it was really difficult actually for me to come up with a list of things that I just love doing, that I find joy in doing. And I wanted to make sure that what I was writing down were little things or big things. I wasn't leaving anything off of the table. I wanted to write down things that I've done in the past that bring me joy or things that I want to to do or could do right now that bring me joy. So I came up with a little bit of a list. And from there, I kind of started thinking about where in my day I could add some of these little things in that just made for a, a lot more opportunities to fill my cup a little bit at a time. That was kind of my goal is to not go into it thinking I had to have one big event, one big activity that I did, whether that was independently or with my family, to bring me joy. I wanted little pockets of things that I chose to do during the day that gradually filled my cup. So at the end of the day, I just felt like, yes, This was a good day. I felt joyful and I felt like I did something for myself. There is this idea that I've heard a lot of people talk about and a lot of people promote and they even try to sell the secret to success in finding the joy in motherhood. Well, what does that even mean? What does that mean, finding the joy in motherhood? And so I started to really think about that. And for me, Finding the joy in motherhood means finding the joy with myself, participating in and doing things that I find joyful make me a more happy parent, happy mother. If I am happier and more fulfilled, then that makes me feel like a happier and more fulfilled mother. 
So this finding the joy in motherhood starts with ourselves. That started with me. So that starts with you internally. You have to participate in things that you find joy in, big or small. Whether that's taking a new class or listening to your own music is an example that one of my good friends and I were actually talking about. Listening to music for yourself, not Disney Channel on Pandora, music for the kids all the time. Setting up that boundary occasionally and saying, nope, we're going to listen to mom's music today. We are in this phase, we are in this kind of era, I guess, that it seems like we are overgiving to our kids and it becomes this all-consuming activity for us, this all-consuming part of us. And it's really not our job to make them happy, but we're constantly giving and constantly participating in cultivating them and focusing on them that we don't stop to, quote, smell the roses, okay? We don't stop to take time to do something for us. I mean, you might stop to smell the roses and then teach your kids about it, okay? But what was your original intention for doing that? Was it because you love to smell the roses or were you like, oh, no, I think this is a learning opportunity. I think I need to stop and do this for my kids because this mom over here would do that for her kids and they're talking about the roses over here. So stop and smell the roses for you, just for you. And then if the kids come up and ask, hey, mommy, what are you doing? Then you can say, I'm smelling these roses. Would you like to join me? And actually actively allowing them to join you, not you initiating something with the intent of teaching or having them participate. Just do it for the sake of doing it crafting your hobbies, anything like that, just doing them for the sake of doing them, not because you need your kids to be involved. Gardening, for example, that's that's a big thing that we do in my family for myself. I do the garden for myself. I started it out for myself. And if the kids want to come out and join me, that's great. I have zero expectations for them to weed. I have zero expectations for them to help or to participate or to come pick produce or anything. I don't usually ask them for help. If they're down in the garden with me, I will ask them, like, will you bring me the shovel over here? But it's not something I expect them to join in. But you know what? Because I love it so much and I will actually tell them no to something. I will say, nope, I'm not helping you with your bicycle right now. Or nope, I'm not going and doing this right now because I'm taking some time to be in the garden and you're welcome to join me if you'd like. And nine times out of 10, they'll join me. Even if that's just sitting in the garden, they'll pull out a blanket and lay on it and take a nap in the shade. I mean, that's up to them. And it's not all the time. I don't always tell them, no, I'm not going to play with them or no, I'm not going to do this with them. But I do. That's one of the things that I do that's for me that I find the time for myself. So in this journey that I was kind of going on, I was realizing my pockets of time that I had or the activities that I was doing in the day that I felt like I had to do, that I felt like I needed to do, really kind of revolved around everybody else. And and that's what happens a lot in motherhood. And that's that's what we take on. And that's our role. And that's our responsibility. And I'm okay with that most of the time. But when it becomes so all-consuming, then I'm not okay with it. There is still a selfish part of me, a selfish part in all of us, in you 
all of us that says, wait, when did I do something for myself today? And something that just actually brings you joy. Not that you needed to like take a bath for yourself today, but something that really fulfills you and brings you to a place of happiness at the end of the day. And for me, I was like, I just need a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. And then at the end of the day, I have this full cup. So an interesting example that I wanted to share with you was we had the opportunity to go watch the um, championship basketball game, you know, a couple of weeks ago at my parents' house. We don't have TV. So we were invited to go there. That sounded great. That was really important to my husband. I love basketball too, but he is definitely, he follows it much more closely than I do. But I thought, yeah, that would be really fun to go watch the championship game. And then, you know, it was, this happened right after I'd kind of had this aha moment of choosing things that really make me happy and content. And I decided I, to pack my swimming suit. My parents have a hot tub. And I thought, you know what? You know what would really fill my cup for that evening? Isn't necessarily watching the basketball game and doing that. It actually would be going and sitting in the hot tub by myself for 20 or 30 minutes. So I packed my swimming suit. I realized there are three other adults that could watch our kids between my dad and my mom and Brad. They're perfectly capable of watching the girls for 20 or 30 minutes while I go sit in the hot tub by myself. Everybody was fine with that. And I honestly didn't even ask permission. I just said, I'm going to go do this. So then the girls overheard me, of course, and they're like, well, we want to come sit in the hot tub with you. And I said, no. I said, no, mommy's going to go have a little bit of time to herself right now. And Brad understood that. And my parents understood that. Thank goodness. And they, the kids for the most part really understood that too. And I said, you can come out in a little bit, but I'm going to go just enjoy some quiet time to myself. I knew that I would feel better at the end of the night if I would have sat in the hot tub and just soaked and sat outside and listened to the you know, the birds and just sat there in peace instead of trying to watch the basketball game while there's the three kids running around and and they typically need me more than they need anybody else, obviously. So I end up getting up more times than not to take care of whatever it is they need taken care of. So then I don't really end up watching the game. So I thought, well, you know what? (laughs) Why fight a losing battle when I could just go spend a little bit of time, take advantage of the extra hands that I have available to me and go sit in the hot tub for 20 or 30 minutes? So I did that. I chose something that would bring me joy in that moment. What I realized in doing that and taking some time for myself is that when the kids were I'll say allowed because <laughs> I don't have a better word for it right now. But when I allowed them to come into the hot tub with me, I found myself a more joyful parent, a more peaceful parent, and more understanding of the splashes that occurred and the rambunctiousness and the roughhousing and, you know, just the chaos that ensues when the kids come into a hot tub. I found myself a lot more patient about it because I'd had some of that time to do something that really filled my cup initially. And I know that joy doesn't always mean independent time, this leisure time away from our family and away from the kids. Little things that bring us joy, like I said, listening to my music instead of Disney's Pandora music is something that brings me joy. Listening to something for myself. Other things that I can do and I want to make more of an effort on 
is sitting down and coloring with the girls. That brings me joy. When I actually take the time to sit down and do it, I really, really love doing it. I'm not the best at it. I feel like I'm always getting pulled all of these other different directions and that there are obligations that I need to fulfill and things that I have to get done. But really, when I step back and think about it and I think about my days, I'm like, well, that didn't really have to get done within that 15 or 20 minute time period. I can sit down and color with the girls and I can sit down and connect with them in that way because it does bring me joy. What I noticed happens and what I noticed happened in this situation when I approached Brad and said, man, I'm just really struggling to find happiness in my days is that this doesn't happen just in a 24-hour period. This is compounding lack of joy. So this day you didn't find things or didn't participate in things that fill your cup. And then the next day you didn't participate in things that fill your cup. And then the next day you didn't participate in things that fill your cup. And pretty soon you have this compounding lack of joy that really leads to this feeling of unhappiness. Because what have you actively done to create happiness within your life? Just looking and staring at your kids is honestly not enough. You have to have a mindset shift and actively participate in things in your day and choose to participate in things in your day. Say yes to those things that bring you joy and fill your cup. And if sitting down and staring at your kids and just soaking them in and loving them fills your cup, then you need to do that. But if that is not really what's going to fill your cup, then you need to sit down and color with them. You need to sit down and actively participate in things that you love, that you love to do. Listen to music because you know, listening to, oh my goodness, we'll just say Blink-182 because that was my jam back in the day, you know, 90s country music, you know, all, whatever you love, it's going to bring a smile to your face. Music is just one example, like I said, because I had talked to my girlfriend about music, but that it really does. Music is a huge sense of joy for people. Another area that I recently chose to um, find some joy in was my morning routine. And I don't do this often. I just did it one day, but I woke up one morning and the sun was just starting to peak over the mountain across our canyon. And I was doing all the things I always do. I was filling up my water. I was getting ready to go to yoga or do my yoga. And I just thought, you know, what I really want to do is just go sit down and read my book in the sunshine and watch the sunrise and drink my coffee first. But I kept kind of feeling pulled back to doing things that I felt like I needed to do, fulfilling those obligations. Um, Because if I didn't fulfill that obligation, first thing in the morning, something was going to happen or I was going to feel behind. And then I stopped and I thought, well, why would I not participate in something that my heart is actively telling my mind that you want to do? I actually had a conscious thought that I would love to go sit down in the living room right now and drink my coffee and watch the sunrise. So I did it. I switched up my morning routine. I didn't do my yoga first. I went and watched the sunrise and I was so happy that I had done that. I ended up doing my yoga after that 
and just switched things up a little bit, shifted a little bit, and I had more energy in my morning routine. I had an open mind, a clear heart, and I was ready for the day, but it just looked a little bit different, and that was okay because I followed I followed that warm and fuzzy feeling. I had a warm and fuzzy feeling of something that I wanted to do, and I did it. That was honestly a fairly easy example of something that you could say yes to or I could say yes to. But there's other times when the kids, you know, maybe they want to sit down with you and play with you and and you you have that warm and fuzzy feeling where you're like, I want to connect with my kids, but I need to do this. It's really actually more difficult in scenarios like that, at least for me, to say yes to that and to and to follow that, to pursue that. So I tried actively saying yes, actively focusing and participating with the kids over the last couple of weeks and they wanted to go to the park, why not say yes to something like that? Why not say yes to the things that bring us joy? Especially on these beautiful sunny days, we got out and the kids have been wanting to go for walks along the levee and for us to drive into town, it's, you know, a little bit of a pain. And so a lot of the times we just say no, but I said yes, because I love walking by the river. I love walking down there. I love seeing them play on these playgrounds and meet new kids. And so we said yes, and we had such a good day. We had such a good day because of it. You've heard me talk a few times about how much we love read aloud time as a family and how much I love reading aloud to the girls. And I wanted to talk about that for a minute because um, this kind of goes back to the stop and smelling the roses idea. And I love reading aloud to the girls when I initiate it or even if sometimes they initiate it, but we take the time to do it and we don't feel rushed. You know, we get the blankets, we get cozy and we sit on the couch together and But at night, at the end of the day, we always read stories, but well, I shouldn't say always, 99.9% of the time, (laughs) unless it's too late, we read bedtime stories. And we've done that since Gracie was a baby. And it's something that they absolutely love. And I know a lot of other families do that as well. And it's wonderful. Uh, But it kind of got to the point where I didn't enjoy doing it. And I was just like, I'm just ready for you to go to bed. I'm just ready for you guys to go to bed. And that happens a lot with moms. It's that end of the night, end of the day burnout, especially with us being home all day long. So I don't really do the bedtime reading routine. That is something that Brad does. I have a lot of joy in sitting down, drinking a cup of coffee, and reading out loud to the girls during the day, like mid-morning. Sometimes we do it in the afternoon, and I love that. It makes me feel very fulfilled. It makes me feel like um, I'm doing something right as a parent, like yay, give me a pat on the back because I read aloud to my kids. But it's really it's really more than that. I mean, we choose books that I love to read. We choose stories that I enjoy reading. Gracie really likes comics. And I typically don't say yes to the comics because I, I don't enjoy reading them and then it doesn't become joyful for her. So Brad reads comics. And a lot of the times they read comics at night. He has taken over that nighttime reading routine because he loves it. And I don't. <laughs> I am so burnt out that I am I just don't feel the joy and the love in in doing that. And that's okay. I realized that that was okay. 
And I'm not saying to never do things with your kids that you don't enjoy doing because that is all part of growth. If we always did that, we would never grow and our kids would never grow. But in situations like this where Brad loves doing it and he finds absolute joy and accomplishment, honestly, accomplishment, he feels like an accomplished dad because he's taken the time at night to sit down with them and he he should feel accomplished for that, then I've really released my need to control that and need to do that to him and it works really great. So the next time that you are feeling at the end of the day or if you felt for a few days that you're just unhappy and you're you're struggling to find your joy and that's not unhappiness in your life. I know that you aren't unhappy in your life. You just ended the day and feel like, man, my heart is not full. I do not feel full. I want you to reflect on what you actually did that day to be happy and things that you actually did that brought you joy. And I could almost guarantee you that it's going to be probably nothing or very, very, very little. And if you reflect on the day before that, what did you do that brought you joy? And the day before that, that brought you joy. And if you're really struggling to think of anything that you did, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down the things that bring you joy. I want you to write down the things that make you happy, whether they're little things, whether they're big things, whether it's listening to your own music, whether it's paying to take a class, things that make you happy. And I want you to really spend some time to look at this list and figure out where you can add this in within your day. Where are areas within your routine, within your day, that you can add a little bit here and a little bit there and say no to your kids and yes to yourself so it slowly fills your cup up throughout the day. And here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is you're going to approach your day with a different mindset. Your mind is going to shift and throughout the day, you're going to think, wait a second, am I doing this 100% for my kids or am I doing this so I also find joy in it? Are we going on a walk today because it's what the kids need or are we going to go on this walk because it brings me joy? If you're going to the park for the kids, is there something that you can do while you're there that brings you joy? Maybe you stop and get a coffee for yourself. Maybe you make a cup of coffee because we're all about saving money. Maybe you make a cup of coffee to take down with you. Maybe you really try and connect with a mama friend when you're down there. Maybe you invite somebody to go with you so the kids can play and you chat with a mom. What this is going to do is it's going to shift your mindset instead of just doing everything for the kids, for your spouse, for everybody else around you. And you're going to think, wait a second, does this serve me? Is this also filling my cup? How am I going to fill my cup during the day? When the kids want, let's listen to some music, mom. You say, okay. Well, we're going to turn on my music for a little while. Or you just start your morning off that way before they even ask. Maybe you're making breakfast and you put some Blink-182 on, like I said. Or, you know, whatever music is your jam. Maybe you put some, you know, I love Ella Fitzgerald too. So maybe you put some jazz on in the morning and the kids are probably saying, you know, what is this? But you know what? By by exposing them to some of these things that you love and that bring you joy, it helps them get to know you. 
It helps them get to know you as a person and you get to know yourself too and do things that make you happy. So it's going to shift your mindset just by making this list. And maybe you can't do all of the things on that list right now. I'm not saying you need to go out and and pay for the class and you need to you know, spend any money at all. I just encourage you to shift your mindset in the day and say yes to some things that you really do enjoy doing. I don't want you to feel like you have to do it all at once. Just do a little bit at a time. Invite your kids into some of the activities that you love to do a little bit at a time. This compounding act of bringing joy to your life is now going to compound into a life of happiness and that idea of joy and motherhood because you're going to be a joyful human being. Otherwise, if you're, like I said, if you're constantly doing things that don't fulfill you and don't bring you joy, you're going to have this compounding lack of joy, which then leads to unhappiness and a lack of joy within your motherhood. So let me know how this goes for you. I'm really anxious to hear. It's really helped me in the last couple of weeks to just shift my mindset and not constantly feel like I have to do everything for everybody else to bring them joy and to cultivate their happiness. There has to be a part of it that um, serves me as well. So let me know how this goes for you. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message. And as always, please remember that I believe in you, I care about you, and I am so incredibly proud of you. And do not forget, please do not forget that your job, your role is the most important job in the world, but that starts with you working on yourself. That starts with you internally working on yourself and building yourself up to be the best person that you can be to fulfill that role and to fulfill that job. So I hope that this encourages you. I hope that this helps you. If you do find value in this, if you do feel at all passionate about this, please send this to another mama friend. I'd love to help. Um, I'd love for you to help me build this tribe and find the joy in your day. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. 